0: Welcome to Corner of the Galaxy, the show that talks 100% L.A. Galaxy soccer. We're glad you could join us. Now it's time to sit back and relax as your hosts navigate through the twisting, turning, but never boring world of the five-time
1: MLS Cup champion, L.A. Galaxy. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Corner of the Galaxy on cornerofthegalaxy.com. I'm your host, Josh Guessman, coming to you on Thursday, August 29th from COG Studios. Getting ready for the LA Galaxy Sunday matchup with the Seattle Sounders and a stretch of five weeks that will see the LA Galaxy play seven games and close out the regular season. A lot of stuff to get to. Uh, The Seattle game, very important. Going to be a highlight and key to our second half here. Also want to get you over the MLS Cup playoff schedule that is coming up as well, that has been released, so we'll talk a little bit about that uh, and get you through some LA Galaxy news as well. Also, a little updates from training as well. Uh, Media Day isn't going to be until Friday, so actually the day after this show is, of course, done. Um, But we will get you as many updates as we're able to glean from the LA Galaxy's training on Thursday uh, and get you ready for that game on Sunday. All right, to help me in all of our wonderful uh, progressions here and uh, a guy who uh, needs really no introduction, but we give him one every week. Anyway, please welcome back to Corner of the Galaxy Studios. Eric, Portuguese Hammer Vieira. Eric, what's up, buddy?
2: Well, it's good to be back. Uh, vamos, Galaxy! Yeah. that I was, think that's what you're supposed to say. That's what you're supposed you to know, say? You're supposed to say the other quote. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> go, go. Okay. Yeah, there may have been a video yeah, you know, with LA Times where someone messed that up and yeah. ended up saying a different team. The We're best part... It's to be, vamos, Galaxy, and that's it. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, yeah.
1: The, <laughs> The best part of about that, and you were right, was the pause though. The pause when she realized, and if you haven't seen it floating around Twitter, I don't know what to tell you. I don't have it here, and we didn't put it, but it was, it was an it was an LAFC fan who was telling everybody how how much LAFC she was and who was going to win, and then she said that the Galaxy. Um, it, it seemed like in the back of her head, it was always the Galaxy, and so it was a fun little uh, little mess up. What did you think? Of uh, of right. El Tráfico oh, version we're, we're 5.0. Jumping right
2: into it? Why not? Uh, Why, you have I've talked I about laughed, it. I laughed. I cried. You know, it was <laughs> the, the game really had everything. It was it was one of, amazing start. You know, two goals by Zlatan Pavone getting in on the action. I thought at three uh, one, you know, I was very proud of my prediction on a Thursday prior saying this could be the Pavone game, and it looked like it might be shaping up to be. Uh, but then just some defensive laps, lapses, some lucky bounces for LAFC. I think the goal before the half. Was a killer, right? I think that that w- that made a huge difference because it wasn't a matter of if it was a matter of when LAFC was going to score again. So within once they tied it up, then it looked like they were going to get number four, and it was inevitable that the Galaxy were going to lose. You know, second half letdown. They looked dead tired in the second half, uh, so they should have won. They should have lost. So a draw seems so fair. The draw seems fair. So, right? <laughs> so it seems like you know I'm upset that they they couldn't hold on to the win, right? But at the same time, um, you know, if you called me in advance said we're going to give you. a, a tie we're gonna give you one point coming out of that i, I would have taken it yeah so, I, so i'm happy with the result looking back on it but in the moment i was like we almost had it we, we we could have taken three points away at their house that would have been really really special
1: would have been would have been a, a lot of fun yeah. but it also would have helped the la galaxy i mean again and i sort of said it um on Monday's podcast with with Panda, by the way, you should check that podcast out. By the way, good um, stuff from the Panda. There was there was a lot of positivity, um, yeah. and quite honestly, he I agreed with a lot of what he said, which sometimes is difficult. Um, <laughs> but no, he he was he was right. But anyway, um, you know, I, I said it is that that point that the Galaxy got is really a point that nobody else in the Western Conference has gotten, not yet. Um, because no, uh, no Western Conference team has taken a point away from LAFC at Bank of California Stadium. So that is a point that if that trend continues throughout the rest of the season means the Galaxy got one more point than anybody else did in that particular place. So it is a chance to actually, it's a separation yeah. point. Um, at at this particular uh, point in time, I should say. yeah. Uh, the other funny thing I should point out is that your wife was Instagramming you pacing uh, during the <laughs> yeah, game. I saw that and
2: I did I made sure not to repost that was not a flattering video. It was not yeah, no you were yeah, you were angry. Yeah, I was she like snuck up on me and that was when we were winning. <laughs> yes exactly and yeah, you- I was just I, I did not sit down that entire first half. I was watching the game standing in my living room. Uh, you know, I said I, I wasn't going to go to the game because my kids had school the next day. So, you know, we had to, you know, do bathtime time routine, bedtime routine. And I said, you know what? Forget it. My wife took care of it. <laughs> and yeah. let me watch the game. So it really didn't make a difference, but she made sure to sneak some video. So if you happen to randomly follow my wife, you got to see it. Yeah. But, well, I'm not releasing the tapes. Yeah, you're not. I was gonna say. <laughs> I, was, I have that video here. No, I don't. Okay. Um,
1: but but the best part was that at the end of that video, you pick up your phone and you yeah. start texting, and I and I wrote to your wife. I'm like, he was texting me, and she was like, absolutely yeah. Yeah. Yep. texting or
2: tweeting. Yeah, that's yep. definitely what was happening. That's what that's what was
1: going on. So it was fun. So yeah, um, some some interesting takeaways certainly from that LAFC game. I agree. I'm the tiredness in the second half. Everybody was exhausted. Um, lots of questions sort of, uh, you know, surrounding the LA Galaxy's fitness. I think we'll get to some of those questions. I have a Reddit list of questions. Okay. I, have, I let Reddit ask I me questions. Say, I,
2: ha- I have some notes, too. Okay, good. About that. Yeah, so we'll, we'll circle back.
1: We can circle back. That's fine. So we have a whole bunch of questions on there, um, and we'll try to get to uh, to some of those as well. Um, the LA Galaxy, like we said, getting ready for a Sunday game, um, a game at 3.30 p.m. Pacific time, this game at... Uh, at Century Link Field in Seattle. So All I know done. there are some people who are traveling up. It's also over a holiday weekend, so you could yeah. go to the Sunday game. You had Monday off. Could so. do a
2: lot worse than a trip to Seattle on Labor Day. Yeah, I mean,
1: it's probably cooler up there than it is down here right now. If you think that it's hot down here right now, I don't know <laughs> that it's necessarily. We we it's just warmish. Mo- the the place I moved into doesn't have air conditioning, so I feel like uh, everything is warmer. You have skewed data. I do. It's it's like whoa, global <laughs> yeah. warming's real, guys. Just wanted to let you know. I can tell from my bedroom. Um, no, so, uh, so, you know, it would be a good trip to go to. But the interesting thing here is the, I, I mentioned it at the, at the kickoff. Five weeks, really. Left in the season, seven games to play, but the Galaxy will play on Sunday and then have an 11-day break, basically, until the, or 10-day break until they play again on Wednesday, September 11th in Colorado. Um, there's some international games going on there as well, so we will talk about the call-ups um, that have everybody sort of, uh, I don't know, freaking out a little bit.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's it's interesting just uh, with the news that came out about the call-ups and you hearing about other clubs that did not release players. And so, you know, when you say, "Well, we have players; we're making a playoff run as well," so it just—it's interesting, uh, just the news and how that that works out with the timing. Uh, I will say this: with with MLS scheduling, it seems like um, with international breaks around the world, that there are the players don't miss their club games. You know, the game—they—they they separate the schedule so that they are back with their teams and essentially playing when the next league match is available. And it seems like happened with the Gold Cup, um, and it happened—it's happening now that. The schedule isn't quite in line with that break, where they have games scheduled right up after those international dates. When maybe there should be a little bit of a buffer to allow those players who who do get called up to duty to to be back and perform with the team, because. You know, potentially, the players who are getting called up are the players of value that you're going to need on those squads.
1: Well, well, the crazy thing is that um, there are five LA Galaxy players who have been called up uh, for international duty. Um, that includes Sebastian Legette, Jonathan Del Santos, Uriel Antuna, Rolf Felcher, and Giancarlo Gonzalez. Um, I think as somebody said, it's, it was a good thing that uh, Christian Pavon has not quite uh, gotten yeah. back to, to <laughs> starting again and wouldn't be down with Argentina. They must not have watched that game. Yeah, that's good. That's good. We, I, I think Think the Galaxy fans are all jumping up and down about that. So there are five players now. I think if I'm correct, Giancarlo Gonzalez only has—they're only playing one game during yes, that separation. So he should be back. And really, it's the um, people are going to depart right after the Sunday game, uh, and then they're supposed to be back on—or their last game is on the 10th—with yeah. um, a game on then the on the on the 11th uh, coming up for the Galaxy against Colorado. So that's sort of the issue. Now, I'll tell you a bunch of things. Greg Berhalter is very well aware of what is going on on the U.S. men's national team. I would imagine that Tata Martino over in Mexico is also very aware of what is going on and, you know, those things. I don't know how that's going to play out, um, but certainly when you look at this, most of these guys are playing two games um there's a good possibility that guys will play in a first game and and then come home for Uh, for that and not play in the second game or be limited so much in minutes that they're going to come in and and they'll be available and play the next day basically as well
2: yeah and uh again this isn't a a competition these are friendlies that are happening so uh you're not getting players who this is if you are greg berhalter or tata martino you maybe are running one squad during one game and a completely different squad for the second game so uh Essentially, you're not going to be seeing players go full 90s two games in a row. You're probably going to get some type of mixed-minute situation uh, for all of the squads. You know, we don't have anyone going uh, on European duty where they have qualifiers, where they're competitive matches. These are friendlies. So that's that's the one positive, is if we are missing these players, it's to friendlies where they're probably not going to get run out there. Uh, Rolf Felcher, I know when he was gone for Copa America, he didn't see a single minute. He was also yeah. quote-unquote yeah. injured so during he, that time. So he might time. just go to Venezuela and hang out in the hot tub in the ice bath and then come back refreshed. So that might not be a big hit.
1: Yeah, yeah. It, it's, again, and you look at that. So Giancarlo Gonzalez should be back for that game. I would imagine that Sebastian Lejet either has his play, his minutes uh, limited uh, in that uh, in that second game for the United States um, and then he was able to play the next day as well. Yeah. Now, he may not start that game, but he could be coming off the bench for that. So I, I know everybody freaks out about it, and you should. And there's, there's there's a real reason that, you know, you should be upset about this if, you know, and it's not about club over country. And now these are friendlies versus a playoff race. Um, you know, Greg Berhalter was talking about how Toronto uh, players didn't get called up. Josie yeah. Altidore and, and Michael Bradley because of they also played. And Omar
2: Gonzalez. And was, Omar Gonzalez. Yeah. That's right. Um, if you consider him. To be worthy of being called up but that's a different different podcast
1: somebody was somebody was talking about toronto playing eight games i think during that special okay. of like the next month so they have in four weeks they play eight games so they yeah. are even more stretched than than the galaxy yeah. are going to be but at the same time how can you sit there and play favorites with that then yeah
2: well it, it's it's also go ready. ahead you're ready for me to argue both sides
1: yes i'm ready for you
2: josie outstore michael bradley right Omar gonzalez you know where they stand on the national team picture, potentially. Sebastian Legit is someone who may be on the fringes. Right. So he's not going to be, you don't want him turning away a national team call-up that can put potential future call-ups in jeopardy. Uh, He's someone who needs those reps. He needs those opportunities with the national team. So that's the argument for Sebastian Legit is, you know, we don't know what his timeline is and where he really stands with the national team. So if he gets a call up and is able to impress Greg Berhalter uh, during some of these friendlies, it, that's important for him as an international. So I can understand that.
1: And and that's the other thing. People are saying, you know, and same hey, with
2: Antuna, same argument.
1: Yeah, same with Quite honestly, yeah. same with Jonathan Dos Santos. I mean, he is a staple now for that team, but he still needs to prove to Tata Martino that he's the starter okay. there. Okay. Um, because Mexico has a talented lineup and, you know, yeah, he played great in the Gold Cup and all this, but now he needs to reinforce it. Yeah, I
2: feel like he's more solid, but... but he y- is. But you're right, that's fair.
1: Um, the other thing is, don't be mad at the players. I know there are people who are like, they should turn down these, these call-ups. And it's like, listen, these guys are trying to play... At a national team level, which is like the dream that's of the any goal. soccer player. That's that's what you <laughs> want to do. The club stuff, there are goals in the, within yeah. that, and, and certainly that's how you can make a living. Uh, but you know, you're 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 immortalized in the on the national teams. Yeah. I mean, this is where if you make a, a national team appearance uh, and you do well, you're known worldwide. It yeah. can help your your club career. It can do all these things. So don't be mad at that. And the other thing is that uh, you know people were saying, why don't they turn it down? That's why they're not going to turn yeah. it down, and they shouldn't. And yeah. they shouldn't be put in that position. To begin with, the other part of that is people are saying, well, why didn't the LA Galaxy tell them that, hey, hey, no, no, you can't have our players. And the bottom line is that they can't. It's not not their call to make. It's a FIFA date. Yeah. So during a FIFA date, players... Our clubs are required to release yeah. their players during official FIFA dates, so that's
2: where they tell the team we were on a break. We were on a, a break. We were on a break. That was the deal. There was some. T- I, listen, I just saw
1: some <laughs> trash opinion on Twitter just before, I, and it got me all riled up. And it was like, "Hey, uh, you know, Friends' 25th anniversary is coming up, and just a reminder that show was crap to begin with." And I'm like,
2: uh, "Incorrect." I'm
1: like, "Come on!" I go, it's a, "It was a different time, it, certainly."
2: Yeah, you can't judge it you, by today's. You can't standards. judge it by
1: today's standards. You got to yeah. go back and look at it. Yeah. I mean, there's some things there you sort of cringe. You're like, "Yeah, ah, okay," but again. 25 years ago it was it wasn't bad it wasn't bad so we
2: were on an international break Break. we were on an international (laughs) break
1: that's right that's how it works um so uh so that's where you look at those five players again it looks like giancarlo gonzalez will be back and not impacted by that um but when you're looking at this i mean you know Uriel and Tuna may be not a starter right now. He may be a bench player, but he's an important piece to that bench if, yes. if you're playing it that way. Um, and so to see all those guys, if the Galaxy had to play a game missing all five of those guys, it's advantage Colorado in this particular case.
2: Um, Imagine that. Advantage – we lose to them at home and then go, go to, to the away north. to Colorado with the depleted roster. And we, were, uh, I believe Galaxy were without Zlatan, Yes. Right? That was during the Yes, because the when the he New got York suspended, suspension. yes. So – Colorado, getting all the lucky bounces against the Galaxy.
1: They need something. They got the plague (laughs) out there. Um, They got all all sorts of bad things going on. Um, The altitude, I mean, that's a tough game. We're going to talk a little bit about the strength of schedule for the LA Galaxy and sort of where they rank, and just FYI, it's not great if you're thinking about that. But I also think that there's some factors in there that we can sort of talk our way around um, as well. So we'll make sure that we do that. But again, the international players called up, that's good for them. Those are all positives for the most part. You just gotta watch how many minutes everybody. I mean, you're gonna watch these the USA Mexico game, and you're gonna be like, okay, nobody get hurt, yeah. Um, and then you're gonna be like, okay, now limit minutes. Let's yeah. let's see sort of Th- where that that's looks like.
2: Actually, the only one that scares me out of all of the fixtures, just because again, rivalry game, you throw everything out the window. You can say it's a friendly. You can say there's, there's no friendly. You there. can say you're you're just testing out squads. But at the end of the day, this this is these are two teams that are always going to be competitive with each other. So I I would see say that's one concern, but I believe that's the first match. Um, it, is. Of, it is. Of the two.
1: Of the two, yeah. So, And I don't remember who. I, I th- Actually, I think that the United States plays uh, Uruguay as the second the match. Second um, mm. I, and I didn't see who Mexico did, and it's been a crazy week. So I you, forgive me for not knowing all of them. I, usually <laughs> I'll go fight and all of the schedules and tell you all the games that are going to be played. So that way you can go out and watch them. Um, I'm sure that there's there's an answer out there. In fact, I might even have it in a press release if I really look hard enough, um, which I'll do whenever I make Eric talk for a little while. I was going to
2: say, or you can keep talking, and I can find out for you. No, because they, they you, play Argentina. They play uh, US, oh, Mexico plays Argentina. Yeah. So oh, me, wait. USA, Mexico right. on uh, the 6th mm-hmm. and then Argentina, Mexico on September 10th.
1: All right. Now, where does Raul Felcher play? Raul Venezuela. plays
2: Venezuela versus uh, there was two flags that looked similar. Venezuela versus Colombia.
1: Oh, yeah. Nice. There you go. There, well way, to, done. way to pull See, that out. That's
2: where your flag geography. <laughs> <laughs> that comes in handy. It's all these years of FIFA, learning all these countries' flags.
1: Yeah, um, that's that's certainly one of them. Uh, let's see. Yeah, you're okay. So you, United States uh, versus Mexico, United States versus Paraguay, Mexico versus Uruguay. USA. Uruguay, sorry. Yep. Uh, Mexico versus USA, Mexico versus Argentina, Venezuela versus Colombia, um, And that one is just one. So it's Tuesday, yeah. September 10th. So again, and then uh, Giancarlo
2: it's, it's, gets it, Uruguay on the first one. Yeah. On yeah. the September 6th Costa Rica, so, Uruguay.
1: So Venezuela. So Rolf Felcher, I mean, here's the deal. That game is being played in Florida. It's so not, if he doesn't play, well, it's the same thing. Like I said, with Sebastian Lejet is I think they're playing in St. Louis, right? Mm-hmm. And so getting down to St. Louis, you know, to, to Colorado, that's not a trip. Yeah. You know, he, he can be on a plane and do that. Um, so again, calm down. I, there were a lot of hot takes. Um, <laughs> my favorite hot take was my own, however, um, which is, you know, it was all about Greg Burhalter and choosing not to call up some of those guys. And, and you're right, but I'm saying, well, then why doesn't every Western conference team? It's basically the entire Western conference is involved in a playoff yeah. race right now. That's separated <laughs> by like four points. So, any team missing any player or any injury knocked is going to have an effect and ripple effect on that team uh, going forward. So these games, these international breaks, do matter. Um, You should watch them. But, you know, this is all about MLS and the scheduling. And they tried to take care of the scheduling issues they had at the end of the year, which was always that the playoffs got, yeah. dis, got derailed by the international breaks, mm-hmm. right? And so we all knew there was like a weak international the, break right in the middle of the playoffs. Where, and like,
2: yeah, where it hurt the most was last season between the Conference, uh, the conference final and MLS Cup. There was a huge break, yeah. and it just created a through a huge wrench in the momentum.
1: Yeah, because uh, it's like, yeah. oh wait, that game's being played oh, yeah, in December. Right. MLS uh, Cup. Are we yeah. st- is, I is I forgot, still? Is it still playing?
2: Is the season still going? Especially you know when you're trying to bring in neutrals. Obviously, the two fan bases are going to be involved. Uh, but you want the whole the whole country watching.
1: Now, I'll tell you for next year, I, and by the way, I don't think this is going to matter for next year. I actually think there's going to be a work stoppage, and so it won't start on time. <laughs> but next year, the season's supposed to start, I think, two weeks earlier than it did this time. So you're going to take the, the compressed schedule, and you're going to take away two of those midweek games, probably, yeah. um, that's expand that out. The other thing is that there was a large international break in the summer for Gold Cup. Um, and and and, and did they they count? didn't they, they, no, didn't, they, they
2: technically didn't. didn't call it because they, of women's right but count. there was you know um, it was during that time
1: there was Copa America it was all the yeah. major tournaments were being sort of played at that time and so there was what a three week break I yeah, think and it was so, a long
2: break and so the question is do they stop because there's the European Championships next summer do they build build in a break uh, for those European Championships uh, or is that really Do you have tons of players who are really involved in that tournament? So does it really matter to take a break?
1: Well, and, and the other side of this is that, okay, now you've sort of know. You've seen how many internationals, and I've talked about this before. You've seen how many internationals are on this LA Galaxy roster. Eventually, you have to realize who are the national team players and who are going to get called up consistently for the national team, and realize and you're not going to have, the, yeah, yep. and you're not going to have those guys. So, you know, Dennis DeClosa for all the great he's done, I think he's relied too much on international stars because um, he's been able to find the slots for it, and that's yeah. understandable. I that's not a it's it's a roster building thing yeah. more than anything.
2: Well, and it's it's talent available. If you can bring in someone who has talent, you know, regardless if they're national, if they're domestic, you bring in the best possible player that you could bring in. Right. Eventually, you're going to need to to fall, fall into the roster rules and make it make the pieces fit in the puzzle, but if if you have the resources available and you're able to buy international slots and, and make it work and you're able to bring a player of value, Th- then I'm all for that. So you can't knock uh, Dennis DeCloser for doing that.
1: Well, but now you can because he has five internationals and possibly <laughs> six whenever uh, Pavone gets back onto things, right? Okay. Because if you feel like he's going to be the world At beater that, that he level. is, he's going to get called up. So now you have six internationals that are. Gonna, you have to plan for that.
2: Well, for, for next season. I think yeah. for this season, it was just a matter of, of getting the most talent available to make the playoffs.
1: Yeah, Um Sure.
2: <laughs> isn't that the goal? Isn't that what we're trying to do?
1: here? I don't know. I don't know anymore. Um, I just think that this could be a hiccup. You have to go. I mean, Bruce was good at this. He knew who the international players were in terms of not even or who the national team players were and was able to sort of build a roster that was deep enough to, to be able to support those absences whenever they were gone. Um, but it always feels cheap to me that MLS, you know, and there is, there isn't, there is a choice in here. And I want people to understand there is some flexibility Within the the MLS teams to play or not play during the international break. But if you choose to not play during the not play during the international break, that means you get condensed yeah, somewhere else and
2: hits you somewhere.
1: And this condensed um, schedule now you could be like Toronto. Toronto has yeah. the Canadian Championship in there as well. So. Um, this this condensed sort of uh, a schedule it gets more condensed if you choose to not play during these. And the other the other interesting thing is the LA Galaxy actually were scheduled this game originally to be played on the twelfth, and they okay. moved it back. Oh, that's interesting. eleventh. Well,
2: I think the Colorado game was moved last year as well when it was at home.
1: Yeah, yeah, and something
2: and about Colorado and the Galaxy—they they never stick to their dates.
1: It's there. the plague. Yeah, that's what it is. That's what it was. It was <laughs> it, it messes everything up. So anyway, so that's sort of all the international drama that is that is circulating around. Um, I'll tell you, you know, MLS tried to fix something and they condensed things, and it's probably too condensed this year. They're gonna have a problem um, as we look at the the MLS Cup playoffs. They have a bunch of midweek games. And we all know that midweek yeah. games and stadiums don't draw I know it's the playoffs. Listen, I know that if you're going if you're in LA and the Galaxy are playing a midweek game and they're hosting it that there's going to be 17 to 18,000 people at that game. At a playoff game? Playoff game. You think so? In the midweek.
2: The, the yes. Thursday Thursday night like a Thursday night yeah, or Dignity Wednesday at yeah. Sports Park. Yes. Galaxy are in a conference semifinal. You don't think they draw 22,000 plus?
1: I, I think that you're right around 20 at your okay. max. All right? Now, if you do that during the weekend and it's played on a Saturday, that's a sell-up.
2: That's a different man. Yeah. And
1: it's And, you know, it's at 27,000 and but they probably have, you know, standing room only.
2: You ready for me to put my Don Garber hat on? Yes. You know why it doesn't matter? Yes. They don't care about in the stadium. They there care about TV. There and you there go. there are going to be more eyeballs on those uh, playoff matches midweek than there would be on a, on a weekend. Yes. More people are going to be home and watching that game and you're going to get better ratings on a midweek game than you would on a Saturday. It can be the marquee matchup of the year, but when it's, if it's a early playoff round on a Saturday or a Sunday, you're not going to get as many eyeballs as you would midweek at night in the evening.
1: Um, it's I, I Again, you're talking I, about TV. I, I
2: I get where they're going with that. I don't like right. it, but I, but I, that's the rationale.
1: You, you're talking about TV and the LAFC LA Galaxy yeah. game drew one of the highest ratings of any Major League Soccer game this year. I think. Yeah,
2: and why? Because uh, like, well, evening on Sunday. What you know? What what else were people doing? You know, if you were if you're an MLS diehard on the East Coast, you're you're watching it because you're not going to work. You're not. Uh, you know, you're not going out that night you're you're home watching that game if you're if you're in LA you know it's on primetime sunday night uh, sunday night football something that's wildly popular so it was essentially sunday night football there and and everyone enjoyed it so it does not surprise me again we we, we squawked and and were upset at that start time but it, that's why, that's exactly why.
1: It always made sense naturally to te- television, yeah. I, although I still think that you would do better if you started that game a couple hours earlier, um, just in terms of the TV ratings, because you would have still have the TV ratings on the West Coast and you would pick up more East Coast yeah. than you probably that's got. That's fair. Um, the, the other side of this is that, and I don't know how much of this is hyperbole, I see it, but I'm, I'm here, I'm in Los Angeles, I'm in this area, I understand what the games between L- LA Galaxy and <laughs> LAFC mean and how it has changed the feeling in the entire Southern California basin whenever these two teams play. But people are starting to talk about this rivalry as being bigger than Major League Soccer, and it's like a global rivalry, although I think that global tag comes mostly from everybody knowing who the LA Galaxy are.
2: Well, and it also comes from who's playing in these games. Uh, you know, it happened when Beckham was here, and it's happening now that Zlatan is here. When he scores a highlight reel goal, that's, that's something that's picked up on Sky Sports, and it's picked up uh, you know, around the world and gets millions of, of YouTube clicks. So when you have a, a franchise like the LA Galaxy and a star like Zlatan Ibrahimovic, then of course, that's going to draw the global attention. So I don't think it's hyperbole to say it's on the global stage. Maybe LAFC doesn't have the name recognition. I think there are some outlets that you know looked at the tifo at their end and said, "Look at this LA Galaxy fan set up this tifo." Yeah. So it, obviously, we, there's LAFC, still a lot of that. Yeah, yeah. LAFC doesn't have that recognition, but it is something that's on the radar. And and I mentioned it last week. It, to me, it's a huge rivalry in the ML, and the MLS. The MLS. Oh, Oh, out. oh minus points. Minus Audi you're, you're index points there. You're done. Yeah, you're Is done. There, there a was, sound drop for that? Is there that there was. For? <laughs> I was. I
1: was kind of looking for the... the hold on,
2: air horn? Just keep... Woof, and then, you know, it's one of the biggest rivalries in No, Nope, the still M- don't have no. it. <laughs> <laughs> but basically, I, it, it is one of the best rivalries in the league. <laughs> There we go. Negative points. Wow. And I said, because we live here, we feel it, we know it. Uh, so... Other fan bases around the country say it's not a real rivalry. It's too young. It doesn't matter how young it was. This thing came in hot first meeting, and it's just something that's going to continue to grow as the years and the rivalry progresses.
1: You're, you're seeing the international pot. You know, the people who cover international soccer cover all the big teams mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I mean, it's it's getting talked about. Yeah. And, and and for that to be, of course, everybody knows Seattle-Portland. Hey, did anybody watch Seattle-Portland on Friday night? <laughs> I mean, I did, but I watch all sorts of games. Yeah, I watched I, some I games turned here. it off
2: once everyone was wearing green, and the field was green, and the stands were green. Timber Joe was wearing—that was too much green. It was too much green. Yeah, it was. I, I did not like that. Yeah. Uh, but no, the Argentinian outlets, Argentine again. Yes, I know. I'm, I, I'm just going to Pam's, Pam's going to be mad at
1: you. <laughs> our, our one of our favorite but, listeners, Pam.
2: But um, you know, outlets aren't picking up Seattle, Portland highlights. You right. know, that that's not getting picked up and getting millions of views on 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 YouTube and you know being shared on Bleacher Report. The, I'm sorry, those those clips are. Aren't being picked up, but the LAFC rivalry with the Galaxy rivalry with LAFC El Tráfico uh, is is picked up globally, and people love it. So I, I I think it's one of the best rivalries in the league. I think it's right there. It deserves global recognition. It's getting global recognition So, deservedly so.
1: All right. uh, The MLS Cup playoff schedule has been released, as I have said already. Um, Decision Day is October 6th. That's the last regular season game for all teams. They'll all play at the same time, kick off at the same time. I like Decision Day, it's kind of fun. Yeah. uh, hopefully it won't be as, uh, as, as thrilling, as
2: stressful yeah. as last
1: year, as last year. Uh, Although I was
2: feeling good at halftime. <laughs>
1: <laughs> everybody, everybody is, uh, is, is feel, was feeling pretty good at halftime. Yeah. I remember the halftime discussions. Was, yeah. I mean, they're rolling right now. I wouldn't be surprised if they score a Oh, <laughs> Yeah.
2: We did have some discussions. Maybe it wasn't going to go our way.
1: So the LA Galaxy played that team, the Houston Dynamo on October 6th. Again, all teams and all games will kick off at exactly the same time. So that is decision day. Last day of the regular season. Then... October 19th and 20th is your round one games that's right 13 days between games because there's an international break between that time. so
2: Which, the, if you're going to have an international break, do that's, it then. that's the right place to put it.
1: It is. Now, here you go. So 13 days between international uh, break uh, in that. So uh, that would be the first games. Now, there are two games being played on October 19th and four games being played on October 20th. And when the Galaxy make the playoffs, as I've been saying, they're a playoff team this entire time. So I'm going to continue with that. When the LA Galaxy make the playoffs, y'all need to cross your fingers that game is on October 20th or late in the evening on October 19th because, of course, that's, that's the, the day they- I have to go go do something. Oh. I have to I have to I have to go take my son back to, to Colorado. So I I usually fly there and fly back. Well now, you
2: better hope the Rapids turn it around and that game is happening in Colorado, right? Maybe then, then I'll then I'll just stay. <laughs> is and that even mathematically possible? There's I, no way No, there's yeah. no I think they're
1: eliminated already. Um, but anyway, so so that is October nineteenth and then October twentieth. So six games on that weekend. So again, a weekend, those are being played on the weekend. But then after October twentieth, there is a two-day break, and then they're going right back to the conference semifinals. That is two games being Played on the 23rd and two games being played on the 24th of October. Uh, then you'll go through the weekend. That's right, the weekend. No games on the weekend. So the 26th, no games. October 26th, no games. October 27th, no games. And to get back to a midweek early Tuesday Wednesday matchup, the 29th and the 30th, avoiding Halloween on the 31st, which smart. was probably a smart uh, smart mm-hmm. deal there. But again, the conference. Finals will be on October 29th, one game, October 30th, one game. There are 11 days then between the conference finals and MLS Cup because of another international break. All right, so that'll be the, that little the,
2: break. The international break is the 11, November 11th through the 19th. Is that correct yeah and I, so they want to have oh the, that's right they want to have it have done have right, M- right MLS before, Cup Final yeah. before the next break so, takes off so
1: they're literally doing it the very last day that they could do it which is November 10th so they give the teams who've been playing through the playoffs and playing all those games yeah. in, in rapid succession and traveling and doing all that stuff they give them basically the 11 days off and then they'll play it on the 10th and then that international break kicks off right after that um, the big deal is November 10th 12 p.m. Pacific time kickoff this game will be televised domestically on ABC television which was a big announcement Ooh, that is big. Um, because it's not on quote-unquote cable because saying, it's the, not on ESPN or the big Fox boy channel. That's, yeah. these, these are the big boy channels. So you get ABC, it with the antenna. That's right. You can get the rabbit ears out <laughs> kids kids who are listening to this <laughs> are what? like rabbit ears. Yeah. What is that? Can I stream this? How do I even watch <laughs> television anymore? Easter break? Uh, yeah. Univision Network is also uh, a domestic distribution in this uh, in Canada. It's on TSN and TVA sports, which means the four networks that are broadcasting. This uh, means it's the broadest domestic distribution ever which you would have to imagine if there's a good matchup which we have no idea if it's going to be a good matchup because really everybody would think that you know at one point the biggest matchup is going to be LA Galaxy versus LAFC and one of those western conference uh
2: Stacy I just moaned right now I don't know if that's good pot uh,
1: everybody's like what happened Eric he died that's it that wasn't that was enough for him Yeah,
2: and I think sorry I'm going to mention a wrinkle that was happening last year was um you know, I have some friends who happen to have turned to the dark side. but had you know laFC won their playoff game, their game would have lined up, you know, on the same night of a Dodgers World Series game. And so the Dodgers looking great again, if they make a World Series run, in late October, early November, you have two LA teams and a Western. I mean, there's the, there's it, something it, there. It, you I, I know, think being the sports center of the of the world right. would just be amazing on that day. It would during, during that stretch.
1: I think the MLS Cup might also possibly be played during the World Series. Yeah, um, if it goes to seven games, I think it would have to go to seven games. I didn't uh, Baxter had it in his article, so check the LA Times whenever yeah. he wrote about this. He he figured that out because I would never <laughs> even think to look at other sports. What yeah. other sports?
2: <laughs> um. Well, I can tell you, uh, decision day last year fell on a uh, World Series. Uh, game day as well so having uh, your soccer team go out and then having your baseball team lose as well it's not those aren't good days so it could it could turn the other direction as well
1: it it absolutely (laughs) could so uh, anyway so that's how it shapes up so now you understand what that playoff format is and remember these are all single elimination games and that's Uh,
2: why you have the break from Wednesday no weekend games and the next Tuesday Wednesday
1: yeah absolutely Um, so again single elimination the higher seed hosts so basically if you're in the top four you have a chance at hosting it you will have uh, not a chance you will have at least one home game there. Uh, that's really the goal for the LA Galaxy is to be in that top four. Um, the higher they climb, the better.
2: I think two or three. I think two three, or three is, three is I, the I, think,
1: spot. I think two or three is, is a great uh, thing. I think four gets a little spicy. Well, that's, because,
2: that's because where, because where you land on the bracket.
1: It, it, it could all. Uh, there is no redraw here either. Yeah. So once you're set in the bracket, that yep. is it. No moss. So it doesn't matter who wins or who out goes, it stays yeah. straight in the bracket all the way across, which is why one could end up facing four. four.
2: Yep. We went two or three. Third place. There, we can do it, Guillermo. If you're listening, we need it. Third
1: place. Third place. There, that's where you need Um So, so that's where it sets right now. Uh, the LA Galaxy's weekly schedule going into this week, I'll, I'll sort of go a little bit backwards for you so that we understand, but on Monday they did a little regen session, as you can uh, understand, um, after playing that game um, at uh, Bank of California Stadium on Sunday night. Then Tuesday the team had a day off, which is good. Uh, Wednesday, 10 a.m., Training Thursday, as we're recording this podcast this morning, 10 a.m. training Friday, uh, a 10 a.m. training. Uh, And then Saturday uh, is a team travel day. So the Galaxy will actually travel up to Seattle on Saturday, uh, and then they will play that game on Sunday, September 1st at 3.30 p.m. So Which is
2: is, I believe is the way Zlatan likes it, because he mentioned, you know, not having two or three days before going in the day before and trying to make it happen. Uh, that that's ideal for for scheduling, not that they have to deal with time difference or anything like that, but it's still, uh, your in and out business trip, make it happen. And I also just want to give a shout-out to David Bingham. I, it's contagious. Players are getting engaged on their days off.
1: Yeah, they David need, Bingham
2: now engaged.
1: They need to stop giving these guys days <laughs> off, I think. I think yeah, Guillermo has next? to stop it. There's, it's a, ba- a baby sweep is coming. It's, it's going to be all these guys all having, there's going to be seven babies born <laughs> like next, next year. year. <laughs> uh, Guillermo's going to be like, well, we don't, we had to call yeah. a whole bunch of guys up from yeah. Galaxy 2 because everybody's <laughs> having a baby.
2: Yeah, we have the European break and then the baby break. That's yeah, right. Going on in, uh, July next year.
1: They just need to schedule it like I did, off season. Baby. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's see
2: how dedicated they are to, to this club. I mean I if I don't I don't think anyone's at your level, but we'll see. We'll if see where we
1: If I can do it, all right, everybody else can do it, okay? Just very you know, be like, No, no, not today. <laughs> not today. Not today. This is MLS cup time, yeah. not today. Uh-huh. All right.
2: I'm not. I'm gonna. I'm gonna leave that one. Alone. We're, we're, I was gonna say <laughs> family show. I was gonna say that's how it goes.
1: Uh, you know, uh, uh, Romero in the um, in the chat room brought up. You know, roster freeze deadline coming up. So basically, the galaxy will freeze all of their roster. Asking if there's any moves coming up before. It. I do, There's.
2: Is there anyone who's an there's some claimed free agents. There's a
1: possibility of a move, but not necessarily in. All right. So okay. maybe out.
2: Well, Zhuang's jo- already gone.
1: And, and 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 to be honest, I don't even know if the roster freeze deadline would even be a thing. But anyway, there is a little rumblings of something. And if I had anything concrete, I would tell you what it is. But right now, it's just a little whisper. And so we'll see if that indeed continues. Yeah, but um, no one's coming in. That's no, the no, line. I think this is done. And
2: I would assume anyone going out is not someone who we need.
1: Yeah, yeah it's probably Slawton. It's that's no, it's not Slawton. It's going to you.
2: No, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, what do you think? I mean, talk about that. Go ahead. Uh, Okay, so Zlatan being interviewed after the game, someone asked him about Manchester United, uh, and he said, you know, if Manchester needs me, my contract with the Galaxy is through December 2021. So I thought that was interesting.
1: I I don't think he's right. Yeah. So (laughs) So Zlatan's (laughs) English isn't always perfect, and sometimes I think his math skills, you know, he's been hit a lot on the head. Yeah. All right, so.
2: So So he said, you know, right now I belong to the Galaxy, but when the time comes, if I'm still able to play, if Manchester needs me, then, uh, you know, maybe I can go back. So... I, you know, he's a quote machine. He's of course, he's going to say he could play uh, in the premier league. You know, I put a poll up on, uh, at galaxy profile, you know, I think it was like 70 to 30 or 75 to 25. People think that he would be able to still contribute. I think he could still contribute. I don't know if he's a full-time 90 minute starter every time. And I don't know the the galaxy, if they were to do some type of loan or something and he is coming back, I don't know if how I'd feel about sending him back to the club where he tore apart his knee. There's just bad juju there for me. Uh, but again, after 2021, yikes, that's a little bit tough. I, I <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the kicker. Um, but, you know, it was a good quote, an interesting quote.
1: From from what I understand is that Zlatan's contract is up once, and he's even said that. It's a one uh, year. That it's one year yeah. and that he will see about what happens next year. And if next year he comes back, he comes back. Now, that doesn't mean that the Galaxy didn't already sign him and say, hey, listen, yeah. okay, we've we, so you're playing pretty good. You want to sign this up and, and get it done. And maybe yeah. there's an option for that. But he's always said it's dependent on his physical yeah. condition. Okay. Um, and it's, again, I, he's the guy that if he got injured for some reason, knock on wood, find something, I don't care. Um, yeah, there's nothing in here. Um, if there was unfortunate, yeah. Um, if, if he got injured, he would be the guy who like doesn't take a salary. He'd be like, no, 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 that's he not. He did that with Manchester. Yeah, he did it, it with Manchester, yeah. 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 So um, so I don't think the Galaxy are, you know, and it, they did indeed extend yeah. It would be hard to argue, I would say. Like pull
2: up the stats. <laughs> let's, let's do the it. The guy who's going to be the record-leading goal scorer. For the Yellow Galaxy. Season, you're going to tell that guy, don't come back. Uh, yeah, I, that's tough. I, I feel like if he wants to come back he's and he's feeling good, um, yeah, you hang on to him. Although we saw the Robbie Keane experiment holding on a year too long. Always better that, to get rid of a year yeah, too early yeah, than a year too long. Yeah. I know. You but it's, it's it. tough.
1: It's okay. So Zlatan scored 22 goals in 27 appearances last year. Okay. This year, he has 22 goals in 22 appearances.
2: That's that's a good rate, right? That's a good rate. Okay, yeah, I think, don't yeah, I know. And let me crunch the numbers there. Yeah. That's um, a goal per game.
1: Zlatan had his <laughs> third multiple goal, goal game in the last five games. See, uh, he's
2: on a tear right now.
1: Yeah, it's his third consecutive two goal game. He's had, scored two goals in the last three games. Um, seventh multi-goal game this season. Uh, if you're looking and, you, and you're watching the live show, I have a graphic up right now. The all-time LA Galaxy goal scorers in the single season. I mentioned it on Monday, but you can see it in the flesh if you're watching the live show. Uh, Carlos Ruiz in the year 2002 scored 24 goals in 26 games played. He had 2,376 minutes. He averaged 0.92 goals per game or one goal every 99 minutes. Okay. pretty good. Not bad. Again, club legend. Robbie Keane in 2015. I'm just sort of skipping around the chart, but Robbie Keane, as good as he was in 2015, scored 20 goals, played 24 games, played 2,059 minutes, and averaged uh, 0.83 goals per game or one goal every 103 minutes.
2: Again, club legend.
1: Club legend. Landon Donovan, 2008, 20 goals. 25 games played, 2,136 minutes, 0.80 goals per game, or one goal every 107 minutes. Club legend. Club legend. I was going to say. Yep. You see a theme here. You see a (laughs) theme. Zlatan Ibrahimovic in 2019, 22 goals, 22 games played, 1,980 minutes, averaging one goal per game. And guess what? That's one goal every ninety, 90 minutes. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say I keep reading that <laughs> out, and yeah. it's and everybody's like, "Well, duh, that's what it yeah. means."
2: But it doesn't still, mean that. Yeah, and because it, you had hundred and three minutes right. in there, so it's not quite the point eight three. Yeah. yeah, so it, it makes sense. I'm following you here. Okay, good. But Just, the reason why I kept saying club legend is because people are saying, "Well, Zlatan, if he doesn't make the playoffs, if he doesn't win a championship, you know, what's his legacy going to be?" I think his legacy. Uh, if he breaks the goal-scoring record, is club legend. You yeah. know, given the types of goals he's scored, given what he's done for for the club internationally and the experiences he's given fans and the games that he's been in, uh, I think he's he gets club legend status. Yes, if he doesn't win a championship, you know, slight asterisk there because, you know, Robbie Keane, Carlos Ruiz, Landon Donovan, everyone that you named there has a- MLS. Eduardo cups. Hurtado. So did
1: Hurtado in 96? He did not uh, win a did cup. He Yeah. 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 So.
2: so they went to the, the finals. But yeah, no cup. But at the same token, Hurtado is someone who I'd look at as a club legend. He was yeah. the first goal scorer, you know, for that team. Someone who, you know. 21 goals, uh, yeah, uh, 26
1: goals. games played, 0.81 goals per game, one goal every 111 yeah. minutes.
2: that's a great record. And it he's someone who's looked back on Fondly. So I, I don't think you could look back. You know, if we if we took 10, de- ten years down the road, say oh, that's locked on, he didn't do anything for the galaxy when he come here. This is not a, a Stephen Gerrard situation.
1: It might be one of those things where I almost feel like we're too close to it right now. Yeah. He makes a lot of these goals look really easy. They're not. They're not. <laughs> Especially right?
2: when you look at the Puskas, you it, know, nominee, right? You know, for the five hundredth goal. Every time I rewatch that, you know, at the time when you're losing to Toronto and you're like, ah, what a garbage goal. But at the same time, the more you look at it and the athleticism, it's really an amazing... It's ridiculous. You know, he's scoring amazing goals.
1: He And he does it. And he has scored amazing goals yeah. that look difficult, but he also scores goals that are like, oh, that's easy. You know, <laughs> I think his second goal against LAFC where yeah. the ball comes, oh, it's I'm, I'm just going to stick around. It's fine. And Don't worry about it. And he
2: misses the sitters against Seattle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he
1: does. Right? But I mean, so, so all the stuff. So he makes it look easier than it probably is. Um, he's, I mean... There's seven games left. I don't see him missing any of these games. So like in terms of, yeah, I know you're like jinx. I saw your face whenever I said that. It's it's not a jinx. (laughs) you
2: can go on a seven game goal goal drought. Yeah. I mean, he's going to score two goals to tie him. He could do it (laughs) against Seattle. Yeah.
1: I mean, that's the whole thing is you start to see this. And by the way, I said that's three consecutive games with two goals scored. Gee, what's the big change that came in? <laughs>
2: trying to think of what happened. Oh, oh, Christian Bavone? No, I, I think it was Fabio dyed his hair. Yeah, it was Fabio. Yeah, That's a, what it was. It was, it was, a was Fabio a different Alvarez. Different shade of blonde.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um. You know, <laughs> I was talking to some players, and I said, "Hey, big takeaway from LAFC, right? Just what do you what do you think? Oh, this um, is the inside scoop. Yeah, this is Insider a little, little inside, a little okay. inside information. This is you know, this is not public. I'm just sharing it with people, my close friends. <laughs> um. But I said, you know, what do you think of LAFC game? This person goes, we have three offensive options again, and that's making all the difference. And and uh, you can guess who the three, oh. Fabio Alvarez, which, who, <laughs> okay. is, who has come out of a, a, a I would say, a sleep, yeah. a slumber uh, since joining the Galaxy. I mean, you know, he had some good moments. He had a good start when, when he first came. Yeah, he, right. he looked but, to be a spark. But nothing like crazy, right? You're not mm-hmm. like, oh, all, all of a sudden you put Christian Pavone in there so guys can't sit on Fabio in the center. And they have to watch where and, Pavone's and they going. They can't
2: sit on Pavone. They can't sit on Pavone. That's going to open up a lion in the middle there. And then you you can't sit on Zlatan. Yeah. So
1: the the combination of those three players again. And uh, funny, uh, you got a funny art.
2: Great great analysis from whoever gave you that. Too. I, I yeah, was going to so say <laughs> I, I could can don't, tell don't, you that from my you don't TV. need to be a professional. Talking about you telling me Pavone, yeah. Alvarez, yeah. and yeah. Zlatan are, have, are, have been good. Here's, wow. <laughs> here's why that's important <laughs> though. Like what if they're feeling themselves? That's a good thing. Well, and that's the
1: thing. It's it's the confidence that comes with saying that. It's like hey, we realize that the offense wasn't producing the way it should probably be. And that's my paraphrase. I'm reading between the lines yeah. <laughs> here. But, hey, we realize the offense probably wasn't performing the way it is. The defense is what it is. It's not great. It's not horrible. It's just okay. But if yeah. you look at the offense, the offense is way down from last year. Yeah. So the offense really is the part that if it gets better, the Galaxy will win games. Yeah. Um, so so the big deal there is that, that they feel it, that they feel that confidence. I mean, so the draw with Seattle. What would you hear out of the locker room? Lots of positives coming out of it, right? Yeah. The the draw against LAFC, right? You sit there and go, they're disappointed that they didn't win.
2: But they held on to a... But they held could, on to a point. It could have been 4-3 the other direction.
1: It could have been, right? Mm-hmm. And so there's positives in that. So this is a team, and, and we've said it, momentum. I think it was you. Like Momentum doesn't, doesn't mean anything to this team, It may right? not have been me. Oh, it was probably Panda. Still, still you guys true. look at the same. And you know
2: what? I'm going to take credit for it.
1: <laughs> yeah. Just, just, just yeah. raise your hand. Yeah. That was me. It was
2: me. And that article in the LA Times, I wrote that also. Yeah,
1: that's good. I'm glad. <laughs> um, so so then you put in all this stuff, um, and, and you put it all together. So now you have three offensive re- weapons, right?
2: Not offensive weapons. Offensive
1: weapons. Offensive weapons. Yeah. Well, sometimes they can be offensive <laughs> to some people. So where do you get a fourth one from? You get Roman Allison Draney back on the field. See, now That's, 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 that's now,
2: you're, now you're t- talking my language So here.
1: So Steve Carrillo, who you've seen his photographs on this website, uh, Corner of the Galaxy, he does a great job along with uh, Brittany Campbell. They're both amazing photographers, and thank always God am- we have them. Yeah, always good shots. Yeah, so, so Steve texts me, and he goes, you know, I was listening to the podcast on Monday, and you started talking about Roman Allison Draney coming back, and he goes, and... That would be, that'd be something to watch. I'm like, yeah, I go I go that's that's sort of the idea is that it's coming back. I'll tell you right now. Um, Roman Alessandrini from all of the things that I've been saying and and there's certainly people who think that he's back training and doing stuff he's working, he's working hard to get there. back. He's not on the field, okay, and he hasn't been on the
2: field. Well, I, I text you yeah <laughs> <laughs> off off air a conversation that we had. I said R- you know Roman's been posting a lot about you know, on laFC and about the team. I said, how cool would it be if he you know just showed up, on the bench against LAFC. That, would, I mean, that would have been a little the, jaw drop. Yeah, yeah. Little, even if the, the intent wasn't to play him, I right. mean, to see him on the team sheet would have been uh, a masterful uh, mind stroke, but obviously uh, he's not there
1: yet. Somebody, somebody asked me, I think it was uh, earlier this week. They said, okay, seven games remaining. How many games do you see Ramon Allison during playing, playing in? And I didn't not starting, but playing in, I said three,
2: I think the last three, the home stretch.
1: It's, it's, it's at home it sort of seems that it's way against beatable teams um you know the Houston game at the end is away right so yes, it's, but the, had, the yeah. 3 september games right.
2: at home the final dignity health sports park strip. push yeah. yeah
1: um so that's that i think 3 i think 3 might be even a little optimistic i mean he's not on the field yet you have to figure that he it, from the moment he steps on the field that's 2 weeks because okay. it's tough. You haven't been you training. Have
2: get, yeah, your lungs back. You have to get your lungs back. Yeah. And I don't care how many Instagram videos he posts. It's, no, it's not. It's it, not game. Game. Uh, you know, game style. Why can't I speak today? I, I know what that because is. Because you went back to school <laughs>
1: and you're and you've my been brain, drained. Yeah,
2: my brain is not working. I'm not firing on all cylinders That's this okay. week.
1: That people are used to that. Don't worry about it. This <laughs> week, I like how you tried to yeah, quantify this week, that. Yeah. This week, it's not working.
2: Other weeks, I am. I'm always.
1: I'm always locked spot in. Spot on. Um, but no. So I mean, the Roman Alessandrini sort of. You know. Question is is going to remain out there, um and I don't know that you're going to see a great answer for that until you just see him. And it's going to be sub roles. I mean, yep. there's, this guy ain't starting, and but, he and he may not start even if the galaxy get to the playoffs. But
2: if he can give you a little bit of what he was as a starter, yep. as a sub, yep. even if it's a fraction of it, yep, you have to mark him. You have to cover him. You said yep. you can't cover Fabio because you have to worry about Fulham. You can't cover worry about Pavone because you have to worry about Zlatan if you bring Alessandrini on you have to worry about him as well and so uh, yeah even if it's it's you know it, I hate to say this because it's not no one a coach doesn't bring on a player to be a decoy but even if it's a decoy you bring him on and you Chris, get in the other Christian
1: Wilhelmson helped help <laughs> the LA Galaxy win an MLS cup as a decoy just
2: enough to run in just, and, and cause interference that's and, right and free up space
1: just look dangerous you don't have to be dangerous <laughs> just look dangerous right yeah. I always thought it was funny that somebody said, you know, there was this poll that they were taking, and they wanted to see, you know, in what sport could you fake being a professional athlete for the longest, <laughs> right? And you know, of course, somebody says soccer, and my oh. my snap reaction is, you guys don't understand the game. <laughs> I totally agree with him. After I thought about it for a while, I'm like, oh yeah, oh yeah, because you could run as around as out you there, you could run, yeah, right, as long as you could get it. Oh look, okay, and just like sort of not want the ball, yeah. you know, just move yeah. into spaces. And, and that...
2: if you get in close contact with defenders, you, right. know, you could say, oh, they dispossessed you, yeah. or you know, you could draw a few fouls. Yeah, you probably can get away with it, right? It's one of those. So.
1: Um, anyway, a little side note, but this goes back to the LA Galaxy. And if you think of it like, you know, the Galaxy in 2012, where you had, you know, three offensive rep weapons or 2011, three offensive weapons of David Beckham and Robbie Keane and Landon Donovan, that it made sure that you couldn't, you know, take yeah. a look for that.
2: And then when you have, you know, your Mike McGee, someone who's maybe not at that level, but is still going to be able to. To be a threat yeah you know that's those are the type of players you need as well
1: so so again and john's asking you know R- Roman's status again he's not back on the field i can't give you a status until the guy gets back on the field um and we might find out more because i have a feeling that some reporters are going to ask but media availability for everybody's on friday uh because it's always two days before the game so yeah. usually we get it on thursday we find out thursday morning we can record but want to make sure that we we get this in and and this podcast has a chance to get out to everybody uh, for the game on Sunday because it's an earlier Sunday game.
2: And I was going to say, you need to follow uh, Roman on social media because once he's on the field, You'll know. He'll post about it. He's been. He's been. You can tell he's dying to come back. He's posting about his recovery story. So once he gets on the field, there's no doubt in my mind that he'll be. He'll be the first one to tell you. He'll he'll, <laughs> he'll jump up and down. He'll be like,
1: I'm back. Um. So yeah, you're you're right. That that's probably the uh, the way. Uh, one of the things I wanted to make sure and get to as well was the LA Galaxy and Zlatan Ibrahimovic. This is kind of cool. All right, I'm going to tell you this because I saw this and I'm like, dude, for 10 bucks, you could win a trip to meet Zlatan Ibrahimovic. And for my out-of-state people who are like, this hey, is your this is your chance. For $10, uh you can literally win uh plane tickets, hotel to Los Angeles. See, if you're already in L.A., you kind of get yeah. screwed. But again, it it's ten dollars. <laughs> I was you're gonna like, say
2: I'd take a flight somewhere else, go on yeah. vacation, and have them fly me back. There you go. That's right. Go <laughs> go
1: fly over to uh, to you know to to Nevada or something like that. Just make it. You
2: don't want to go too long. You yeah. know, Just make them fly Let's you see, back. I'm gonna save you money in the
1: long run. Um, but anyway, L.A. Galaxy and Zlatan Ibrahimovic are teaming up to fight ALS. Uh, fans can enter for a chance to be flown to Los Angeles for an L.A. Galaxy game and a private meet and greet with Zlatan Ibrahimovic by donating as little as. $10. $10. That's it. $10. Uh, all entries benefit Project a- ALS, 121 USA Foundation, and ALS Association Golden West Chapter. Um, again, uh, this is this is something that you can find. It is uh, the, the link. Uh, prize EO, or prize-e-o. I guess Prize O. Prize EO. Pri- yeah, yeah sure. there was a thing when- Prize O. <laughs>
2: <laughs> if you're trying <laughs> to get people
1: to spell it. So prize, P-R-I-Z-E-O.com forward slash Galaxy.
2: There you go. Done and done.
1: Easy. Uh, the the winner will be flown. If I guess if you're out of state, will be flown and housed in a hotel. I'm pretty sure you still get the hotel even if you live here in L. A.
2: Yeah, that would make sense, right? Yeah, get a break at from least, the kids. Hey, I know you could use that. I right? was going to say, at the very least, put you up at the hotel, send the Uber XL. You don't save on the plane ride. But that's Put right. us up at the hotel. That's right. So anyway, ten
1: dollars <laughs> is a chance uh, to win a chance uh, to chance to meet Zlatan Ibrahimovic in a private meeting uh, after the game, and you get tickets to the Vancouver Whitecaps on Sunday, September 29th. Um, I mean,
2: that's where they're going to get people. Yeah. $10 tickets to the Vancouver Whitecaps coming into town. It's the hottest ticket in LA that weekend. <laughs> so that's, that's really what I, I that's, would go that's, after. Uh, yeah, I've met, I've met it's, Zlatan. Yeah. yeah, Zlatan, whatever. Yeah, I want you know. those sweet, sweet Whitecaps tickets.
1: Yeah, so anyway, so it, I thought it was cool, so I wanted to make sure everybody got that and, and sort of took a look at that. Alright, um, let's see. See, this is funny. I, I knew we, I wanted to get to questions and do all that stuff, so I knew we were going to run long tonight, even though we were a little scattered trying to get yeah, ready for the show.
2: Know, it's one of those weeks. Tables? Want to talk about tables? Tables.
1: Yeah, let's do it. Uh, the Eastern Conference right now is headed by Atlanta United at 48 points. Philadelphia Union in second at 48 points. Um, we head on down to the Western Conference because it's more interesting anyway. Uh, <laughs> LAFC all the way up there at 62. Again, there's runaway Supporter Shield winners. They're, they're Although, almost there.
2: Uh, you mentioned Atlanta being at the top. The way Atlanta is playing right now, to me, I, I would take them as MLS Cup favorites. I think they're 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 coming. They're peaking at the right time. Oh, you just <laughs> wanted to use that. I think no, the LA Galaxy are peaking at the right I, time I too, though. I agree. I think an Atlanta LA Galaxy final would. It's not impossible. Hey, hey, I don't want to get. Ahead. Where's the wood? There an onion here. I'm not going to get ahead of myself. No, no. But Atlanta to me is, is playing some really, really nice soccer. Right
1: you have now. to live with the curse that I live with, which <laughs> is I say anything and people are like, You cursed them. And yeah, you, so you okay. now get this Fair as well. Enough. It's just something you live with. Right. And if anybody says you cursed them, say, like, Get real, grow up. And then in your the back of your mind, being like, Yeah, that yeah, was kind of me. That was my fault. I'm
2: goes. a superstitious guy. I'm, uh, or just, I'm, I'm stitious.
1: RSL sitting at uh, 43 points. Seattle at 43 points. LA Galaxy at 42. Minnesota, 42. San Jose, 41. FC Dallas, 40. Portland Timbers at 37. Portland's going to climb into the playoffs. So I'm telling you right now. Yeah. Uh,
2: the, the drop from eight to nine is okay but yeah that eight to two that's makes me nervous yeah it is uh <laughs> i know we shouldn't be but it's it only makes six me, points yeah, right it makes now makes me nervous it's only
1: six points that's how it goes if you look at the la galaxy schedule which we will tell you about here in a quick second uh you look at their strength of schedule right now uh mls is projecting and they use the average of away points and home points of the opponents in order to dictate uh whether or not the schedule the la galaxy currently have the fifth hardest schedule in major league soccer down these last stretches Um, I don't
2: listen, my my eyeballs don't tell me that I, I I just, yeah,
1: I disagree. Here's the problem is that the Western conference is so bunched together and they have so many Western conference games that there's, I feel like there's an uneven distribution within that.
2: Well, and you look at Seattle, if you look at the form guide for Seattle, they started off the season. On fire. So yeah. Seattle had a great Similar start. Similar to the LA Galaxy. Yeah, so right now, obviously, Seattle doesn't look like the team they did at the beginning. But that strength of schedule is based on points that they earned earlier in the season. So, uh, you know, form guide tells you differently. But obviously, the way they developed that is not based on their current form. It's on the season as a whole.
1: Well, and if we look at the points per month for the LA Galaxy, you can sort of see the trend. The Galaxy started with uh, an average of 2.25 points in March, went up to 2.60 points in April, and then did 1.25. Per, uh, per game. Averaged one point per game in May. One point per game in June where there were only three games. One and a half points per game in July, which is actually an increase. So Trending, little, in, the right trending in the right direction. <laughs> Back to August. One yeah. point per game, but there were also five games in that. That's it's, So it's more points, whatever yeah, you look August at
2: it. August was rough. It, it, the,
1: the, your, two uh, losses, one win, Two draws, technically unbeaten in three right now. Yeah. I mean, you know, if you want to play that fun game.
2: I, I do like to play that game, and I get in trouble when I play that <laughs> yeah, game. Yeah, you're like, oh, well, I'm going to make this sound what better. What does unbeaten mean? Yeah. <laughs> do you mean they've won? No, not no really. no No, not you know, really. When you, t- when you talk to your friends who you don't follow soccer. So the ties, soccer has ties. uh <laughs> Anyway, that's a different conversation. Uh, but, again, they've, I know they've been playing well, but there were points to be had that they didn't pick up, and that's why you look back at that with a little bit of regret.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I don't know how you can't. Uh, all right, so if we head to the schedule now, uh, you look, the LA Galaxy on Sunday, September 1st, play Seattle Sounders. Then, again, a break for 10 days. Come back after the international break. Play Wednesday, September 11th at uh, Dick's Sporting Goods Park uh, they're at Colorado that is a game at altitude that is a difficult game even though it's a bad team it's still a difficult game that's not the easiest game I see on this schedule right no. now then home to Sporting Kansas City that is a game the Galaxy should win SKC have been struggling except that they started winning all of a sudden <laughs> I was so,
2: going to say well you look at you know look at the talent on that team you know you never know with SKC you know that the talent is there that they can beat the LA Galaxy so that game again should win
1: Whoa, whoa. I know they should um, win, but uh,
2: but we'll see where that lands.
1: Yeah, it, it makes some sense, and and that's sort of where you have to watch for for SKC. Um, you know, then Montreal, who just won a game, should and be like, a win. Should be a win. We'll see where it lands. It's a long travel day. Remember yeah. that. That's a very long travel day for them. Um, and then, of course, you get to the game against Real Salt Lake. Um, that's an away game. That's a tough game. That is a tough game, and it's always a tough game against RSL.
2: Against Wilmer Cabrera's RSL. Is that correct? No. no, no, where did he no. go? He
1: went to Montreal. Montreal. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wherever. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. They had
2: a but, fired coach. That's what. That's what threw me off.
1: Interchangeable. Here, I thought really I was matter. being cute. That's no. What I no. get?
2: Shut my mic off again.
1: Yeah. I was gonna say. I'll just mute you again. <laughs> um, so anyway, so that one. Then it's RSL. Then it's home to the Vancouver Whitecaps. That should be a win. Um hmm,
2: Yep. Uh, I don't like where this is going. I, this is all the, these should haves. We're gonna shoot all over ourselves. I he, just know it.
1: Here, here is the, here, is the rub here is that I can tell you that the LA Galaxy are better than the Colorado Rapids and that they should win that game. I can tell you that they're better than Sporting Kansas City and that they should win that game. I can tell you that they're better than Montreal and they should win that game. I can tell you that technically speaking, I think they're a better team than Real Salt Lake and they should win that game. They're better than, than the Vancouver Whitecaps. They I, should win that game. I and just heard
2: 15 points.
1: And they're better than the Houston Dynamo and they should win that game. 18 points. The game that is probably more even than anybody wants to talk about right now is this game on Sunday, and it's why it's an important game because with a win, I really feel like the LA Galaxy can sort of cement themselves in an upper... Western Conference position because I look at the rest of these and listen they're not all going to go the galaxy's yeah. way so weird things are going to happen going to be some
2: draws there's Dan is going to get a weird red card again <laughs> you
1: know it, it's like different things like that something's going to happen so there are hardships in this and you look at the altitude and away and guys on international duty and turf and turf yeah, yeah exactly and and playing in turf in Seattle um you know and so all of these different things that you're looking at I mean RSL is a game at altitude that people don't like to pretend is at altitude yeah. it's at altitude as well so there's some hurdles in here. But I can't find myself. <laughs> if you're asking me right now to pick,
2: yeah. If, you predict, say, yeah, if we we're making predictions, you know what's going to happen in this game. Every game, you would go in saying, "I don't know. I, f- I feel comfortable taking the galaxy, especially the way they've been playing." Uh, yeah, I'm right there with you.
1: All right. So if you're right there with me, and I'm right there with you, let's go to some questions real quick because I wanted to get some from uh, from some of our Reddit viewers because they have been they've been they've been inundating they've been ne- us.
2: Okay, I was gonna say they've been neglected. We haven't brought up our Reddit friends. They, in a
1: they're lot. on here all the time. Don't 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 <laughs> don't play that. Um, let's see uh, let's see we did an Alice and Drini update so we did it um, oh I got one my, uh, my question this is Ronron 7 on Reddit um, it says uh, this person again don't know guy, girl, whatever. Ron bon. Ron seven, Ron Ron I mean, seven fan of, says, of Ronaldo. I'm uh, guessing so, you just want everything <laughs> to be about Ronaldo. Okay.
2: Yes, uh, that's, that's half true.
1: He, he says, my question relates to the smoke after scoring goals in the supporters section. Uh, it seems many teams have the smoke bombs go off after a goal is scored. What happened to our blue smoke bombs, particularly in the riot squad section? Well, I reached out to my good friend, Chris Tucker and asked him that question because I noticed they're not there. Now, Chris told me I could share this with you. So I was going to c- say,
2: I, I, I can't, I'm going to stay quiet because Whenever you get into supporter group stuff. That's, like, this is why this I asked. Is, okay.
1: Okay. This is why I went and I asked and I said, Hey, let's see what we can find. You know, in terms of this, I'm going to ask somebody who knows. Um, and there's some common sense things here as yeah. well. I'm going to tell you there's, there's really two probably big things that you need to keep in Keep your mind around whenever it comes to um, the smoke is one that it is has to be approved by the fire marshal. Yeah. Uh, it has to be, uh, a a self igniting, I guess. Or what is it? What, see, he said it's like you can't
2: self extinguishing, probably.
1: Yeah, it, it's like a road flare. You can't have something ignite it. It has to be self igniting because they don't want any open oh, flames got it, got or anything. It. Which okay. you can get. Uh, it has to be non toxic. It has to be all these other things that you have to get organic,
2: gluten free. And Chris tells
1: me the the best part was uh, he told me that Bruce Arena once they said that they wanted to do smoke out there, and Bruce Arena says. I'll let you do it. This was when Bruce was in charge of everything, mm-hmm. right? Bruce goes, "I'll let you do it, but I can't it has to disperse in a minute or less."
2: All well, right. okay. Bruce Is Serena, that possible?
1: Wait, wait. <laughs> Bruce Arena showed up with a stopwatch. Wow! and watched them do it, and whenever it dispersed in 45 seconds, he said, alright, good enough, and walked off the field. Wow, that was
2: scientific. it. scientific. A man who likes his data. You know, this was Bruce. He's like, I got other
1: <laughs> things to do. We're doing this. this. Yep, uh-huh. Cool. I good. I got a stopwatch. Yep. We're good. So, it has to be approved by the fire marshal. There's all these other things. Here's the thing that Chris sort of said. He said, um, you know, our first priority is always the game day experience of those in the section. Uh, he says that that the people are his t- top priority and, and that, you know, the LA Riot squad, they want to, so after that, Um, You know, supporting the G's, the visual aspects are all, all sort of second there. And the problem is that people who get there at first, who are there at the bottom of the thing, get to breathe in nasty smoke, smoke, smoke for 45 seconds for like a minute yeah. after a game. So they're okay. getting punished. And so that really probably is, is the big thing. It's also a pain in the butt to do because of all the approvals that I sort of went yeah, over. You and have to that.
2: jump through all those hoops.
1: So many hoops to jump through. So anyway, I wanted to say that. So that was, that was from Chris. Um, he, he relayed that, that to me. I believe I'm doing him justice with that. Okay. Um, but again, reach out to LA riot squad. I'm sure, you know, Andrew over there will tell you yeah. what's going on. I was that
2: always a fan of the streamers. I always like it when they I always like one yeah, it's yeah. it's
1: fun. I like streamers so yeah. that's that's always good too. Um, let's see. Do, 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 do any Zlatan replacements you can see coming if uh if he decides to leave. I, nobody knows. I mean well, that's what Ricardo
2: Quaresma just signed no. for a, a different Turkish club so he's not coming. So he's not coming. So check that one off I the was going to say.
1: <laughs> um let's see. Uh do, 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 do. why isn't uh Julian Arajo starting in your opinion this one from Penguino? Six
2: nine seven one. Oh yeah, another Ronaldo fan. Does, <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't have I, to make sense. Some, sometimes I don't know if you're serious or not. And I'm sitting
1: there going, did I miss something? Is that how it goes? Um, why isn't Araujo? I, in my opinion, he's 18 and he's young. Yeah,
2: you're you're banking on what you know, known commodity. Um, yeah, I could see that. I think you'll still see him. There's still games to be played where he's gonna make. You know, I think uh, Guillermo is gonna show. He's shown confidence in him and played him in spots and asked him to play midfield in the midfield role, asked him to start uh, in big games. So I think he has a spot in this team. Uh, but if you're not seeing him as a regular starter, you ha- you have other regular starters as well. So you can prefer Araujo over Felcher. But at the same time, I think Felcher, uh, you know what you're getting and, and Felcher's there's there's not a huge downgrade there.
1: Yeah, the, uh, the biggest question right now that, oh. that everybody's asking. I had a um, feeling I was going to get this. LA Galaxy Outsider is asking uh, you, uh, is Eric drinking a pumpkin spice ni- nitro?
2: <laughs> what are you drinking over it's, there? It's a pumpkin cream cold brew. It do we, sounded delicious. Do we, how is it's it? It's pumpkin spice season. It's, it's good. It, it's what I expected. It's a cold brew. With the pumpkin cream, I don't like it. The pumpkin spice, it's too sweet. So the cold brew cuts it just enough that it's not too sweet. So I, I highly recommend the pumpkin cream cold brew from I, Starbucks.
1: I always, I always and say. when you
2: make your trip to Seattle this weekend, head <laughs> to your local Starbucks for a pumpkin cold brew. I, was, <laughs> I messed that. I botched it. I didn't rehearse that It's okay it's, okay. it's okay. They're
1: not sponsoring this anyway. I was going anyway. to camera b- on sponsor, me at least a comment. I don't know. It's, it's on somebody. Um, usually, usually I let it sit there for a little while. Um, (laughs) but no, no, anyway, so, um, so yeah, that was that was the big one. It's nice to know, yeah, it's it's nice, by the way, to know that whenever I think I have sort of a a girly drink over here, that you always have one that's way more girly than me, so I usually,
2: yeah, yeah, I went off the off the menu today,
1: always, yeah, Yeah, what do you think, or or on the menu, (laughs) very, very on the menu, um, so. Uh, again, I, I I think right now you're right. It's known commodity. He's still inconsistent. He's, he's like Efrain Alvarez. I mean, yeah. you're going to play him. You're going to give him some minutes, but you can't expect the world from him. Yeah. Uh, they're going to screw up more than they succeed. Uh, and when we saw Arajo play against LAFC in that game, that was a success moment. And that's mm-hmm. good. And he has that now. But that also could have gone horribly wrong. Yes, um, especially so, at
2: the mid, in the midfield role. And yeah. He played another game where they. I think maybe it was a League's Cup match. Where they asked him to play midfield and it didn't yield the same results.
1: Uh, this one from. Uh let's see s-i-p-o-t-e loco sipote loco I, sure. I, I, I don't know i, I maybe this is the guy's like no that's german <laughs> not, 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 touching not it. spanish yeah um <laughs> said um from front office to season members all season ticket members and partial plan holders have been relocated out of sections 226 and seconds, 227 into sections 237 and 238 um in 2020 visiting supporters groups will be placed in sections 226 and 227 this is something we kind of knew was yeah. probably coming
2: and i believe they did it just for san jose just AFC, right? so see, some people were wondering, I think it was the Seattle game, yeah, why, why wasn't Seattle up there?
1: Yeah, well that's going to happen the, yep. you know, this, this particular person is asking you know, that they thought it was really bad communication because that person's seats were over there, I'll tell you right now, it's the same sort as the safe standing area, things are going to get moved around sometimes yeah. I know everybody gets married to their seats, I mean, you know, uh, everybody has their favorite place to watch, and everybody has these seats, and, and it is, but you're going to get moved around if they deem it, and, I mean, this makes sense for the Galaxy 1 to put uh, a waste further yeah. away it's from the, the field. greater good. And I understand it. in all, in my mind, the greater good here, you know, if you're really this, that's what's being served yeah. here. And, and it sucks sometimes because people lose their seats they've had forever, but that's not the the overall reaching goal of this is to make sure you always have your seat in the exact same yeah. spot.
2: And I know some people were upset uh, being relocated after the safe standing. And I think when you look at it, you, you look at the supporter groups who wanted safe standing. You look at safe standing being something that could really create a presence and an atmosphere in a stadium. So if you got relocated, understand that it's it's to improve the club atmosphere, it's to improve the stadium atmosphere. Uh, same thing with the, you know, if you're being relocated because of a supporter section. Instead of having a supporter group in prime location in view of cameras, uh, now you're going to have them up on the top out of the view. And so that's just going to make your stadium more appealing, your club more appealing. So I understand Again, like you said, you, you nailed all the points. People get married to their seats, but change is good. Ch- yeah. Change, change, you know, sit in a different area every once in a while. It's gonna be okay.
1: This person does have a, have a potential gripe. I mean, you know, you renew for 2020 and they don't say anything, well, and then they tell you afterwards That's a that different. It's, yeah, that's a different that's conversation. And, and yeah, that, if you that's were a expect- communication issue yeah. that I'm, I'm obviously, okay. oh, so yeah, doesn't fair. Then that's fair. That's a fair, yeah, that's if, a fair if argument. If you bought those seats, expecting
2: yep. those seats, and after the fact you were relocated, then that's, yeah, that's a different thing altogether.
1: Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, let's see. Rosoka says, uh, you think Pato is going to sign with the galaxy when his contract ends? Panda and Pato in the morning. <laughs> Sorry. I just, I, that was the only reason. Um, gonna um, no. Yeah, everybody, everybody knows that Pato's, the questions about Pato are not allowed anymore. yeah um, <laughs> Let's see, uh, slothy savage twenty seven. In hindsight, do you think it might have been better to slot Romney into center back and keep Polenta on Vela like the previous El Tráfico? Yes, and I said that to begin with, so it's not <laughs> even hindsight for me. I said it at the beginning. Uh, and by the way, everybody's saying, and, and I went and checked something. Okay, yeah, go ahead. Do you want to interrupt me or?
2: It's Shelvick, I didn't think he was that bad. He wasn't. I, I mean, he got he got he got a bum deal getting you know some calls card. against him, uh, but I don't I don't think he he was totally out of place. Yeah. I, one of you know, one of those goals. <laughs> if you look at the replay, wasn't great lo- a great look for Shelvick, but I think the way he was handling Vela wasn't wasn't terrible. Here is glowing the, review, not terrible.
1: And then whenever Dave Romney came in, people say, "Oh, will he let Vela score on that one?" I, I would like to point out it's unlucky. I, I would like to point out it was very unlucky because you <laughs> talked about bad bounces.
2: Yeah, that was literally the worst a bad bounce,
1: <laughs> the worst bounce that that Dave Romney yeah. got was in that one right there, because yeah. Jonathan Dos Santos, who did it on another goal as well, yeah. tipped the ball, yeah. and it tipped it around Romney's foot and went right to Carlos Vela. He,
2: yeah, you saw him follow through and catch air. It was like, uh, nope. So it's like, did he mess that up? But yeah, when you re-looked at it, it was it was a bad bounce.
1: Alright, I, I think that's uh, da, 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 da. uh Galaxy Joe Boy. Uh, how can the Galaxy manage these crucial final games and into the playoffs with such a lack of depth on the bench? We, it's it's about conditioning. You looked at it. You saw it in LAFC. So let's talk about that.
2: Yep. Valde was brought in at the beginning of the season. Uh-huh. Uh, we talked about these, you know, hell days and where these the players were exhausted. And this fitness was supposed to be something where this is going to be a hallmark of the galaxy where they're going to be able to outlast. The second half versus LAFC, I saw a team that was tired.
1: Yep. And could, LAFC could, played a midweek game, by the way. Could
2: could you argue that they did what they were supposed to do? They held on? Or, you know, did, did they look tired? To me, they looked, they looked like they were not conditioned to handle that. Yeah, I, they played other games to it, but they didn't have a midweek game. They looked more tired uh, than LAFC did. Um, So what do you think?
1: I think that the condensed nature of this schedule down the line is making everybody sort of do this. But
2: everybody's... In that schedule,
1: yeah, but I mean, you look at again. I think LAFC is in a better position to be a deeper team and to have be able to switch and squad rotate. They do, and they have. You know, quite honestly, they have younger players. I mean, you look at Zlatan Ibrahimovic, and he's going to be tired. Uh, He's going to be tired for the next seven games, and he's going to be tired going into the playoffs.
2: When he saw the walking at the end, yeah, that that was rough. Rough to watch. Expected. Z- to, Zlatan to a d- always do,
1: does that. And but there,
2: there was a one play in particular where he was like, no, he, you he know, let Pavone go, yeah, and he was like, he, I, I'm not there. Because you know, I, I do hear the Zlatan haters. Oh, he's not running. He doesn't get after it. But there are games, and I've seen him where he is 100% chasing balls down and and tracking back. And going after it, so um, I wouldn't say that that's as common a trait as people who like to complain about it do. But if you were watching that play, you gave uh, the, those haters some voice there.
1: Uh, Ramiro on Twitter says, "With a packed September schedule, how do you think the uh, think uh, we? I imagine he's thinking the LA Galaxy. How how do <laughs> you think we use our remaining charters? Ooh. I don't think you touch charters." You I save them for them. I you think need you him. save them for the playoffs. Yeah, because uh, I think you, the Galaxy have two legs remaining out of their four that they have. So uh, I think they've used two, if I'm correct. Now, that's three charters yeah. overall because they got the one charter in whenever yeah. the ga- the plane got uh, rerouted. Um, but other than that, I think what there's. What they're allotted. Yeah, for, I think there's two left, and I think you save them for the playoffs because the, if you are want to F- end up finishing fourth, s- four, you're fifth, gonna,
2: you're going to need to travel. Sixth, yeah.
1: seventh, you're going to have to travel, and you're going to want that. And with the t- quick turnarounds, a charter would be nice. So I think you don't touch it. I think you try to. I think yeah. you try to survive.
2: What, where, what's the furthest they're traveling? Is it Salt Lake? Um, let's
1: see. Okay. And when you think about it, that's Seattle. Not, yeah, Seattle might be the furthest, and uh, it's not really
2: that bad of a flight.
1: Yeah, it's it's Seattle, uh, Colorado, and RSL are the last three remaining. Um, oh, and Houston. Houston's actually a surprisingly, eh, that,
2: yeah, shockingly but, a little bit further. But yeah, maybe for Houston, last yeah. game of the season. But the only thing is, decision day you have a, br- a huge break after decision day.
1: Yeah. Uh, it there'll certainly be a break there. So as long as you, you can survive it. You can take it there. You can take it there. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's get now to the... Uh to the who, fun, who to the fun stuff. I have no idea. You're supposed to tell me at this point. Uh, LA Galaxy facing off against the Seattle Sounders coming up on Sunday, September 1st. Again, a 3.30 p.m. Pacific time kickoff. This game is on Fox Sports 1, FS1. Uh, so you're certainly going to want to watch that. Uh, 3.30 p.m. a little earlier on Sunday. But you have Monday off, so you're, you're all good. You can, you can tuck in for this one. So tell your wife you're staying up late, even though the game's at 3.30, all right? Or tell your husband
2: you're staying up late, even though the game's going to be Way to keep it fair, female <sighs> listeners out there as I, well.
1: I got to work hard. Got to look out for I, everybody. I got to work way harder. That's that's for sure. Uh, so I think uh, Eric, if, you, if you're ready, I'm ready.
2: Not really, but yeah, I'll go Not for really. it. Not <laughs>
1: really. It's it's back to school week for Eric, <laughs> so so we never know quite. Again, you you've heard what he said so far.
2: Just just yeah. keep the t- expect some stumbles. That's uh, it's going to be it's going to be interesting. <laughs>
1: All right, uh, here we go. LA Galaxy at Seattle Sounders.
2: As flies to wanton boys, we are for the gods. They kill us for the sport. Soon, the science will not only be able to slow down the aging of the cells, soon the science will fix the cells to the state, and so we become eternal. Only accidents, crimes, wars will still kill us. But unfortunately, crimes and wars will multiply. I love football. LA Galaxy versus Seattle Sounders this Sunday.
1: Very nice. A uh, little, little little, Cantona <laughs> speech, huh?
2: That one was for me. You know, <laughs> I, I consider myself a man of the people, and I hype myself up with these intros. Uh, I got a kick out of that speech from Eric Cantona, which if you haven't seen it, look it up at the uh, UEFA Champions League draw. He had the most bizarre speech. They asked him what he was thinking and I just loved it too much. It needed to be my intro this week.
1: I understand. I like it verbatim. So uh, yeah a little little shout out there. Ella uh, Galaxy 13, 11, and 3. 42 points. Seattle Sounders 12, 8, and 7. 43 points. Uh, I do like the chat room. Too far, Hammer. Too
2: far. <laughs> like I said, that one was for me. Yeah. I apologize. Yeah. 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 The rest of the weeks, it's for you guys, but I, you know, I took this one for me.
1: That's all right. All right. Uh, as Seattle Sounders, 12, 8, and 7, 43 points. Only one point better than the LA Galaxy. Uh, home, at home right now, 8, 2, and 3 for the Seattle Sounders, 27 points. The Galaxy at home have 28 points. Uh, away on the road, Galaxy, 14 points, 4, 7, and 2. And Seattle, 4, 6, and 4 on the road, 16 points. And if you remember, this is the second meeting. In the last three weeks for these two teams, because why not MLS scheduling? Um, So you saw the LA Galaxy down a man for 84 minutes, I believe. 84 minutes, 85 minutes, who knows? And the Shelby face goal. Yeah, and the Shelby face goal was the draw uh, in that one. That was the defining moment, I guess, in in that particular game. The LA Galaxy played really well. Uh, I said after that game, there's no way the Seattle Sounders are a playoff team, and they go up and they beat Portland. Now, At, at Portland, watching that game, I'm still not impressed. Yeah, it was a weird game. It was, It was. well, I mean, there's a whole bunch of reasons that was a, an interesting game, um, uh, sort of looking at it. Uh, but, it, again, you can look at this and say, I'm still not a believer that the Seattle Sounders are, are real, but they currently sit one position better than yeah. the LA Galaxy. And
2: the one thing is, when you look back at that game uh, here in LA where they killed us was on the counterattack. So, you know, with Rui Diaz and Jordan Morris, those players have a lot of speed, and where this Galaxy team is weak is on the defense against the counterattack. So So um, even though I, I feel like they have the mental edge being uh, down a man and still being able to come back and essentially have the lead and win that game, uh, albeit for a mistake, um, you know, the Sounders could scare you because all it takes is one lucky bounce on that turf, uh, you know, catch a defender, catch Rolf upfield, and the next thing you know, uh, Seattle's up a goal or two. So um, the one thing they got to watch out for me is the counter. But we talked about the attack. The, there's no reason why the Galaxy talent-wise shouldn't be able to beat the Sounders team.
1: Uh, the LA Galaxy all-time against the Seattle Sounders: ten, seven, and ten. Good it's record. It's Pretty
2: even, even series.
1: It is uh, yeah. at Seattle: four, four, and five.
2: That's not bad. I was going to say that there there have been some some good key wins in Seattle. The
1: last time the LA Galaxy played in Seattle, five nothing loss. Uh, Let's not talk about that. I was going to say, you know, it is what it is. Uh, here we go. Let's put some positive spin on this. Let's change around the streaks. That way it sounds like the LA Galaxy are the much better team. Unbeaten in the last three compared to Seattle's two wins in their last seven games. I mean, come on. <laughs> uh,
2: when you say it like that.
1: Right? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, that's how it works. Uh, the, the leading scorer for Seattle, Raul Ruiz Diaz with 10 goals. Uh, Nicholas Ladero has 11 assists and really the two best players are Ladero and Rui Diaz uh, in my mind. Stefan Fry, obviously a very good goalkeeper as well. Seven shut outs, 84 saves, 123 shots faced David Bingham with the most saves in major league soccer, which is not something you should be proud of. 116 saves, 156 shots faced Uh game time. Again, 3 30 PM. Uh, if you're looking for Seattle, by the way, they average 1.9 goals at home and they concede 1.2 goals. Okay. If you're looking at the LA galaxy on the road, they average 1.1 goals on the road and they concede 1.8 goals.
2: I feel like that the goals for would have been higher. That seems low to me. On the road. On the road, yeah.
1: It's on the road. If you feel like it's different if they if you're at home, yeah. but the Galaxy have not been great on the road. They're not horrible either. That's right? what I'm
2: saying. I, I, a little bit better than 1.1. We'll
1: see. 4-7-2, like we said, 14 points. Uh, the LA Galaxy, I always have to put it on my little chart here, I always have best player. So just in case you want to know, the LA Galaxy's best player right now, Zlatan Ibrahimovic. You sure? I have said Jonathan Dos Santos <laughs> for a long time. Are you off that kick? And I, it's hard. He's got 22 goals. It's. I sound like an idiot if I keep saying it's Jonathan <laughs> Dos Santos. I still think that I, he's I, the bellwether for the Galaxy I, as I, he plays the Galaxy play.
2: I understand the sentiment, and you can say he plays an important role. He is not the most valuable and best player on this team
1: fine eric <laughs> fine uh the la galaxy have a, obviously a big game coming up on sunday this is i think one of their hardest games of this final and mls can uh, you know go take a flying walk Ooh, off of a short pier i said it that's not even what it means i that's not a real <laughs> saying but i, I said say, it
2: you cleaned it up for the family show and but lost i said all it. of its meaning
1: yeah exactly i said it they're in fifth place in the in or they're saying they have the fifth hardest schedule and my eyes don't tell me that Uh, I can see the LA Galaxy winning out. They won't.
2: Yeah. Like you said, you you list all the games, and it sounds like that should be 18 points, but you know 18 points isn't going to happen.
1: Yeah, uh, people by the way are asking for my intro to the Seattle game.
2: Oh, okay, that's fair.
1: That's fair. You think yeah, it's fair? Yeah.
2: Like I said, I mailed that one in. That one was for me. I, you know, wasn't really for the people.
1: But I mean, I at least <laughs> give you a chance to like know that you're gonna do one all the time. And now, now they want me they to want, do one. Yeah, all right. See, you know what the... it is? I've been the LA Galaxy will travel to Seattle to take on the Seattle Sounders coming up on Sunday at 3:30 p.m. The LA Galaxy, of course, unbeaten in the last three, and then Seattle Sounders just two wins in their last seven games, it's Zlatan Ibrahimovic versus a much smaller, much weaker Seattle Sounders team. And before you know it, this Sunday, 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 it's Latan running all over the Seattle Sounders. Was that was that that was that wasn't great. I mean
2: better than mine. It was good.
1: It was, I had, it was, it had enthusiasm yeah, is what it, was it had. Good. I don't, I don't know that. It was like bad. I said,
2: I've, I've been dominant all season. And, you know, I needed to give you a glimmer of hope here. Let I you sneak into the playoff race.
1: I mean, this is what we'll do. So <laughs> I know you're not going to be here next week and we'll, we'll figure out who's going to be your replacement. But when you come back in next time, I will write mine. You will write okay, yours that's and, we'll, fair. and we'll have it out. All right. I mean, I'm, I'm good the, with that. I am the guy who once did a seven and a half minute <laughs> intro for an MLS cup game
2: i'm I'm gonna stand by my Eric Cantona
1: yep. uh, speech.
2: yeah, that was, that was good stuff. Maybe it didn't have the the pepper that it usually does, but I stand by it.
1: Uh, we we'll, we'll we're gonna battle. <laughs> it's gonna be a battle of uh, of of the intros, I guess, the Battle of the intros. Can we get a graphic for that graphics team. yeah, graphics team. Just get on that. I like how we pretended there were other people doing this. so yeah, we'll we'll work on it. All I right. mean, I need a little work. so
2: <laughs> you want five thirty eight?
1: Five thirty. Hit me. Hit me with those sweet, sweet, <laughs> sweet stats that okay. they had. LaFC seventy-eight percent chance winners yeah. and only a twelve percent chance to tie and an eight percent chance Can't for the LA Galaxy. The Galaxy almost pulled off the eight percent. We. I think we said it. Bet the money on that yeah, game. That, that was would've, it. It would have been the a
2: You would have lost. You would have lost. But <laughs> you know. you would have looked good doing it. So Seattle is a fifty-five percent. Uh, chance favorite to win the game the Galaxy 24% chance to win and then a 21% chance for a tie which I think that seems like a likely outcome the one glimmer of hope is last week Seattle was favored as 25% they ended up winning the game so the Galaxy if they flip it on them being favored 24% they could come out with the win Hmm. I think I think a tie is something we could possibly see. Here.
1: So the galaxy. Let me get this straight. The galaxy draw like one game all season, and then <laughs> they're, now they're going to run off three in a row. They're
2: going to have a draw streak right now. It's uh, it's not the worst. I was I actually did
1: Their a little points. bit of math. I was like, hey, loss, seven right? games, seven points. Is that enough to get the LA Galaxy? No, I don't think it is. Uh, not in this Western no, Conference. No,
2: seven so, points will not be enough over the next seven games. That's for sure.
1: Yeah, yeah. We'll see. Uh, we'll see how it goes. All right. Um, so your prediction then, and go ahead and say draw. Just live on that fence. <laughs> Just, just to be like, you know, oh, I don't know. It's I was going to say, draw.
2: you know, the odds say that a, a draw would be likely, but that's not where I going to go. I'm going to go with a three-one LA Galaxy win. Wow, a dominant win on a the dominant road. Dominant win on the road. They're going to this. They're peaking at the right time. This is where we get to say they're going to peak at the right time and and run off 18 points here on the home stretch.
1: Here is the the basics in my mind. The LA Galaxy has Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Yeah. Seattle does not have Zlatan Ibrahimovic.
2: <laughs> I like your I like your math on that.
1: Okay, you um,
2: we weigh them on the scale.
1: I, there's nobody who is an equal on the Seattle Sounders. You could say Rui Diaz. He has ten goals, but he's not. I mean, he's not particularly quick. Um, he he likes to flop around and roll, much as uh, Antuna does. Um, so <laughs> you know, it's it's one of those. Um, I think, in my mind that if the Zlatan effect is the Zlatan effect, and if he can get up for this game, and again, it's on turf. People are saying, oh, I don't think he's going to play. He's he's playing.
2: Yeah. Well, you look at the Minnesota game last year. He got up for that game. It was on turf. Uh, They announced that it was going to be a sellout. I would imagine that Seattle probably sold more tickets to this game than previously. Right. Uh, He's going to give the people a show, so I I could picture him getting another two-goal performance.
1: Interesting thing Daniel brings up. He says, no polenta, correct? Because of yellow cards. Guess what? On, On the Fox... On the Fox broadcast, <laughs> they thought the yellow card was given to but Diego as far as Gonzalez. For Gonzalez. Mm-hmm. Gonzalez was not on yellow card watch, yes. so it didn't matter. Despite the fact the LA Galaxy got five ridiculous yellow cards, <laughs> and you can you should listen to if you don't listen to the Monday show. Monday show normally you need to listen to it for that discussion about Alan Chapman about Zlatan Ibrahimovic about the yellow cards because I'm, I'm gonna a,
2: say I'm gonna say don't listen to it because it just makes you upset
1: I'm a hundred percent I feel a hundred percent correct on this yeah you are I, this and and that but, was a bad choice by MLS and Pro and I'll say it again but go listen to that Monday show for that reason I get pretty pretty hyped up about it
2: he's yeah. angry folks it's because you don't need to do it anyway it was a disservice it was a disservice to both teams actually.
1: but despite the fact the LA Galaxy got five yellow cards none of those came to anybody who was on yellow card watch so everybody should be available now I will get the show notes on this I think on Saturday or the game notes on this on Saturday and I will find out if anybody has been removed from the yellow card watch because of a game playing five consecutive games without a yellow card blah blah blah. Yeah, you time get... off
2: for good behavior.
1: Yeah. Um. So we'll take that a- and look as well. Um. Listen, this game is going to be ugly. It's not going to be clean so I will say the LA Galaxy win this game 2-1 to one because I think that's a fair result for the LA Galaxy but the big deal here is that it's going to look ugly because it's on that crappy turf. Yeah. And um, it's football
2: season now. I don't know that uh, they do anything different but football to play quidditch on this on this field
1: beforehand and, and trash it all up that's a throwback yeah. people I, i'll never forget that quidditch ruined uh, ruined a, a perfectly good turf field uh in seattle for was it a playoff <laughs> game i don't know it was a big game of some sort it was
2: very seattle
1: it was very seattle indeed um anyway so that's what i have i have the la galaxy winning this game um i think this game is very very important we talked about the playoff run already starting i think that now you're talking about this is cements the la galaxy get three points here they jump seattle they possibly jump into second place actually they should well, jump into second like place. Like you said, this
2: is a six point game yep. because of where Seattle sits in the standings. It, it could be a six point game. So it's a huge, could be a huge result if they, if they manage to get three points out of this. Oh,
1: I'm trying to think of all the things that are going to go wrong. Like, I'm trying to say, it's like, turf. what can I see? It's turf,
2: turf. Turf is where it will go wrong. It will be bad bounces, you know, someone stepping wrong, a player having to be subbed early. You know, I'm putting it out in the world so it doesn't happen. Reverse jinx. The good news
1: is that Zlatan says, and he's right, that the the stadium at Bank of California is too small for him. So this is a larger stadium. <laughs> Bigger stadium. It's, there you it, go. It, it's covered it, with
2: tarps, but still.
1: It, yeah, it, but still. Yeah, but still, Zlatan. Uh, remember, you can win a trip to go see Zlatan Ibrahimovic. It's just
2: $10. <laughs> <laughs> I don't huh. know, Are, am more... i
1: getting any money for any of this I'm stuff i feel I... like all we do is plug things i had and... a
2: pretty good starbucks ad too i don't think we're going to get anything from
1: oh yeah yeah i know that's <laughs> anybody who wants to reach out for yeah, whatever just yeah. i don't care anymore <laughs> all right um anything else you want to get to no i think we're good yeah we had talked a lot it's a long show people have already tuned out and gone to sleep anyway all right uh, they oh, definitely
2: did after the intro i do have one more thing
1: I almost forgot. All right, let's get to this real quick. Uh, We have a new T-shirt that's out there there right now. There we go. They already turned it off. (laughs) Um, But anyway, new T-shirt out there. Uh, This is the We Won It Five Times or the Five Time Winner uh, T-shirt, however you want to look at it. But uh, you can remind your friends. You can remind your family, one, how many cups the LA Galaxy have, and two... Um, when where, they, when where, they win them you, you, Well that I mean it's yeah. obvious You look at it And you can see it It's got It's <laughs> a picture People it, are
2: listening yeah, yes. I'm, exp- I'm helping
1: they, they click on it Just click on the link At the top of the podcast And you'll be taken to this uh, Again $22 right now is, Gets that shirt uh, I had one complaint That they were too expensive I'll tell you right now That um, that my cost on these Maybe I make 4 or $5 per shirt It's not a ton of money um, But if you guys support it Then that money Goes directly here To the podcast so We sell enough Everything yeah, We're not buying
2: Mink coats over here Yeah exactly
1: <laughs> Yeah we're traveling <laughs> (laughs) to the stadium (laughs) in a helicopter. Um, And you know,
2: while you're at the shop there, you know, for an extra dollar, Get a Portuguese hammer sticker. Portuguese hammer, they're back
1: in stock. That's right. I have to, I have to update the stock numbers (laughs) whenever we get done with this as well. But anyway, uh, order that by September 18th, and I think everything ships on September 26th, so you'll have it, um, you know, really right at the the end of the season. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, head on over to cornerofthegalaxy.com, click on the shop button, uh, and you'll find all of our stuff there. Like you said, hammer stickers, corner of the galaxy stickers, buttons, uh, t-shirts, all our other t-shirts are still up there as well. But this is our new one. I really want you to focus on this one. Uh, All this money goes to help keeping the podcast lights on, helps uh, the microphones staying hot sometimes even working you never know it, well, it happens for one of us for i, I purposely do that to <laughs> you so nobody needs to hear you that loud um so anyway and get this shirt before the la galaxy win their sixth mls cup
2: the collector's item
1: it'll be a collector's item yeah. you can be like remember back in the day whenever this that was,
2: happened <laughs> this shirt is outdated this
1: shirt is outdated i bought this shirt and it's already got but you'll want that you'll yeah. be like i remember this and then you can you know sleep in it or give it to your your husband to sleep in
2: or, or your wife to sleep in. Jeez. Well, i did it again Jeez, I did it Mr. again, Gessman. Wow, shame on you. I tried. I tried. Your the significant in- other to sleep
1: in. Tw- there you go. You can give it to your kids to sleep in. Okay, <laughs> is that is that okay?
2: Put it on your it. dog. Give I don't it. care. Just buy the shirt. <laughs> dog shirts. Twenty-two dollars. Cornerofthegalaxy. dot Five cups. One shirt. Five cups.
1: <laughs> Not watching that video. <laughs> <laughs> Not going to do it. All right. Uh, I think that probably about does it. So, uh, Mr. Portuguese Hammer, because you deserve that, uh, tell people where they can find you.
2: <laughs> you can find me on Twitter, at G-I-S Hammer. You can also hear me on the Guys in Shorts podcast, and so you can find them at Guys in Shorts Pod. And, if, of course, you can follow me on Instagram to see all your Galaxy Player social media news, and that's at Galaxy Profile. That's Galaxy P-R-O-F-O-U-L.
1: All right. If you're looking for me on Twitter, it's at J-G-U-E-S-M-A-N, and, of course, at Pod. Podcast, head on over to cornerofthegalaxy.com where you can get that awesome looking shirt for just $22 uh, or you can find the hammer stickers or all sorts of fun stuff going on there uh, lots of stuff for sale in the shop so make sure you get there and check it out all right uh, cornerofthegalaxy.com all those proceeds go to help this podcast continue all right uh, i think that about does it for mr eric portuguese hammer i'm josh pato guessman and you've been listening to corner of the galaxy on galaxy.com. everybody have a great holiday weekend we'll see you next time You've
0: been listening to the Corner of the Galaxy podcast on cornerofthegalaxy.com. You can follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Galaxy Podcast. And be sure to check out and subscribe to iTunes, Stitcher, and Facebook by searching for Corner of the Galaxy. And for all of your independent LA Galaxy news, discussion, and entertainment, including this podcast, head on over to cornerofthegalaxy.com. Fans, thanks for listening. We ask that you be kind and courteous to your neighbors as you leave the podcast. We thank you for joining us and look forward to seeing you again. Until then, I'm Michael Araujo, and on behalf of the entire Corner of the Galaxy crew, goodbye, everyone.